All right, Adam, guess what? What's that, Chris? We are back for another Hotline Minisode. Hot takes on Hotline Minisodes, dude. Let us get it started. Although I will point out, or at least let me make the observation that no one else has pointed out. Okay. That these are anything but mini. So far, they're anything but mini. But we've had a lot to take care of. I mean, there's been a lot to set up this whole process. No, I think the time has been very well spent. But there is an irony to it in that it's longer than our normal episodes. <laughs> and, and it's supposed to be about the hotline. And we do get to the hotline eventually. But we've also started, well, really since the beginning, we've been using the minisodes to take right. care of show business. That's right. That's right. And we you know, are committed to making it as confusing as possible for the listener. That's right. And, so, and really, the business either comes from the hotline or from social media, mostly our Facebook group, Gra- the Gravity Beard Interns. Yeah, that's And there's a- just a lot, you know, th- thankfully, it's been super fun. There's just a lot going on in there. Oh, yeah. There's so much going on all the time. But you want to know what else I'm contending with? I would love to know what you're contending with. Uh, a number of things. Okay. Besides your sanity and things like that? Well, it's all kind of tied in, actually. Okay. Got it. Got it. So one, I lost my chapstick again. Oh, God. Except before, I knew where it went. It went down in the car, the crack in my car seat. Now I have no idea. I checked my pockets in my p- different pairs of pants. It's not there. Like, I think it's gone. Hopefully it's not in another miscellaneous crack. <laughs> <laughs> no, everything feels fine. So I don't think that's the case. But, okay. but I, I've, I lost my chapstick, and I think it's gone for good this time. Lame. Yeah, for real. The second, second thing is, is I, I damaged my car a day or two ago in the exact same spot that I just got repaired like three weeks ago. Oh my God, what happened? It's, it's really minor. It's just that I hit the, I hit the entry of our garage and going into the garage and it crinkled my fender ex- in the exact spot that it was in before. <laughs> oh my God. I can only imagine like how much you freaked out when that happened. I didn't freak out, but I, I'm, I'm just super disappointed. In well, myself. not freak out, but like, <laughs> I'm sure that was an intense emotional reaction. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm just disappointed in myself. Now, on a brighter side, I've got toddlers, and toddlers say really funny things, so a couple of those. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so Noah recently said he wished it was raining tacos. Oh, but isn't that such a true statement, though? Yes. Yes. I was like, I, <laughs> I just looked at him. I was like, I get you, buddy. I'm yeah. with you. <laughs> yeah, I also <laughs> wish it was raining tacos. That's a true story. And then today he said, bunnies taste like candy. I don't know what that means, but... I didn't even really follow up. I just kind of went with it. Maybe he's looking forward to his annual, you know, selection of peeps. <laughs> well, that's several months away. So I don't, I don't know what I, I, it just caused me to make the observation that there's really no difference between a toddler and a guy on acid. Oh, that's a good, that's a, that's a great observation. Fair, yeah. fair point. Uh-huh. Pretty much everything my, my children say is also something that a guy on acid would also say. That's true. And they would also hit you in the nuts. Like, you know, your son did when you walked in that one time. Yes. Now, th- now fortunately, that hasn't happened since. But <laughs> what you're referencing is that I came home one day and I said hello to my sweet son, who's who's very affectionate and and loving. But instead of also greeting me with a warm hello, his only response was to punch me in the nuts as hard as possible. So I guess that could uh, be part of grab some nuts day, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't do it on grab some nuts day. So oh, okay. So that was a was bit just... of a, vi- so I threw a flag on that. I threw a flag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yellow card, pal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As I was double over on the ground. <laughs> You're holding, he threw up your little <laughs> challenge flag. Yes. I <laughs> your did. penalty flag. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that did happen. That's a true, that's an absolute true story. No embellishment whatsoever. <laughs> I was greeted by my three-year-old son at the time with, a, with a, punch, a punch to my nuts. Yeah. It was a great Facebook post as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, I think I posted that almost immediately after I recovered from the pain. <laughs> yeah. Once you stopped being doubled over and nearly vomiting. Yeah, that's right. Awesome. All right. Well, let's get down to business. To defeat the Huns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Disney, man, I, don't man. Know if we're gonna, I don't know if we're going to have time to defeat the Huns today. We've got so many other things to do. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. Show business first and then defeat yeah. the Huns. And then, and then if we have any time left over, we're definitely going to face <laughs> off against the Huns. It's like, sorry, Huns. We tried really hard to get to it, but oh, we just ran out of time. But trust me, the listeners hate it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as we're done recording, we look out to a giant field and there's like 300,000 Huns and they're like, and collectively they all go, oh. oh. <laughs> Dang it. Son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe that set up so perfectly. <laughs> if anybody says let's get down to business i have to say to defeat the huns <laughs> like i have been so ingrained by that movie like this is gonna happen please continue <laughs> i will no that's hilarious no actually what we're gonna start off with today is uh, august birthdays oh august birthdays let's let's yeah, start I, rolling out the rolodex yeah i think what we're gonna do is is at once a month whatever month we're in we're going to do some birthday shout-outs. You ready for those? Dude, let us praise those who have submitted their birthdays. Yeah, and we're just going to go through them very quickly. Okay. Well, f- first of all, your birthday is in August, isn't it? No, it's in January. Thanks for remembering. Okay, never mind. We're just going to move past that awkward moment. <laughs> all right, so our, so our first Jeez, August co-host. birthdays come from, <laughs> from the Gravity Beard interns. Uh, one of our newest interns, Michelle Catito. Maybe I've got her name right or wrong. Who knows? Happy anyway, she had a birthday. She had a birthday on August first, so two, oh. a couple weeks ago. Then uh, our our good friend Tiff Franks, she had a birthday last week on the seventh. Ah, My old college roommate Doug also has a birthday on the seventh. Uh, Doug is actually a terrific guitar player and singer. Oh, nice HBD he, Doug. Yeah, he used to he used to play some uh, gigs down when we were in college. Uh, Adam, guess what? Corey McCord, otherwise known as Sciencey McScience Face. Hot takes on flat Earth, man. <laughs> his birthday is next Friday the 24th so happy, happy birthday, birthday Science E. McScience face and uh, rounding out the interns um, Haley Gray from Murder Road Trip has a birthday on the 27th oh that's fantastic yeah now on to the underdog podcast community our friends over there on Facebook what up underdogs Jim Goodluck's birthday was on August the 3rd he's from the Forgotten News podcast that's a really really good show it's a great name too Jim it Goodluck. is a great name Esther Archer of Holistic Tarot Agency had a birthday on August the 4th. You want birthdays? Because that's how you get birthdays. Damn straight. Samantha Mason's birthday was last Monday the 6th. She does a show called It's Me, Sam. Oh. That's, it, yeah. I feel like that's very self-explanatory. Yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> Ronnie Pal- Palmieri. I'm sure I'm getting that wrong. Ronnie, Ronnie Palmieri. Anyway, he has a birthday on the 9th. Ooh. And wrapping it up. Kennedy Phillips of Magus Elgar has a birthday on Saturday, the 18th. That's fantastic. All right. Are you ready for our next piece of business? Absolutely. This piece of business is by request. So if you remember, I think you saw it. Tiff Franks posted one of her patented posts called, No Thanks, I'd Rather Starve. Of course. And it was a grapefruit topped with chicken and a cherry. Do you remember seeing that? I think I missed that one. Oh, anyway. Well, it was disgusting as usual. Uh, Right. So I, I declared it a violent assault on the senses and should be avoided at all costs. <laughs> that's that's like an apt description. 
Yeah, that was my response. There were actually 20 total comments on this on this particular one. <laughs> wow. Among them, well, and this shouldn't surprise you, was a comment by our good friend Jim Weir. Oh, yeah, you do. Great commenter. So not only did he comment, he requested a poll, Adam. Oh, well, this is excellent. Man, I wish I had seen this. Yeah, so as you know, Adam, those are the magic words. If someone requests a poll, they get a poll. They get a poll, so right. That's exactly what I did. And as usual, we ran one on Facebook and one on Twitter. The first thing that needs to be noted is that you and I are on the same side of this one, which is rare. Yes, it's very rare. And, and, and not well liked by either one of us. <laughs> right. So <laughs> neither one of us are fans of grapefruit. Right. That's, that's true. Not not huge fans. It's tolerable, but not my favorite. I, I don't even know if I'd say it's tolerable, but that's fine. That's a, a, if you a put sugar on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. All right. So, anyways, on Facebook, there were twenty five total votes in the poll. Okay, it was really really close, Adam. So fourteen of the votes were anti grapefruit. Oh wow. Yeah, and so those Sarah Stapleton, uh, Tiff Tiff Franks actually herself, my friend Jed Mitchell, uh, Brian Wilmoth, uh, Donna from Varmints. Uh, Vanessa Gray, Chris Osborne from Play Comics, J- uh, Jess Ann actually is anti yep. anti grapefruit. Yeah, I, th- I feel like I remember this grapefruit poll. Yeah, uh, Paul Choma also of Varmints and Derek uh, Glasscock from the Wild Pitch uh, uh, and the Pop Up Filmcast. Yeah, so all all of those guys, everybody, every one of those were anti grapefruit. Pro grapefruit got eleven votes, so only three behind. Hmm. And uh, so Kerry McGinnis, John McKay, Tori, and Kelsey both are pro grapefruit. I don't understand that. Uh, Chris Brayton from More Gooder Than <laughs> seems to like great for Brisky Cawthon of uh, Turn of Phrases, uh, my old college roommate who I mentioned, uh, Brad Cranford, Angela Ferrari from A Story Spectacular, uh, Sciencey McScience Face actually likes grapefruit. Is a grapefruit guy, huh? Who would have thought? And, and even though his partner Derek um, does not like grapefruit, Keith from Pop Up Filmcast uh, likes grapefruit. You would think a man of science would have more sense than to like grapefruit. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Mike from Hashtag Adulting, you know, the new friend of the show. Yeah, absolutely. He, he, he likes great, and he doesn't even put sugar on it. He likes it straight, which I don't, that doesn't make any sense to me at all. How do you, how do you have like a face left because it's not like puckered up all the time? <laughs> right. <laughs> and Philip Podfixer, uh, Tom from Jake and Tom the Conqueror, also likes grapefruit. So I, I don't understand these people. Um, they lost the Facebook poll, but we also did a Twitter poll. Oh, this is the great equalizer. Yes. And so the Twitter results were actually the opposite. Hmm. 61%. How many? Uh, does it say how many? Yeah, it looks like we got about 23 votes on Twitter. 61% versus 39% pro grapefruit, Adam. Dude, we got trounced on that one, man. Yeah. And, and it's weird because I think some of the other polls went the same way. For some reason, the, the results are sometimes the opposite on Twitter. I have no idea why because it's a similar number of votes. So if you combine the, the total number of votes from both polls... Pro grapefruit wins by two. Oh wow, that's interesting, but not surprising. Not surprising. I don't know. I, I I just didn't realize that grapefruit was so polarizing. But it was actually very. It was very even. I think that it's a it's a fruit that you know people think that they like, but don't actually. I think they're confusing it with other other fruits. Yeah, maybe just like grapes, right? And then just just defining grapes as a fruit, which seems redundant, but. <laughs> or whatever <laughs> so i have a friend whose daughters every night eat uh lemons like an orange every night lemons i'm like you know you, peel and wedge and everything he's like yeah then that's what they eat every they love lemons they went to italy and they could not get enough lemons it's so strange it's very strange that's how i feel about grapefruit so uh, unfortunately adam we both suffer a defeat in this particular debate yeah that's okay i mean you win some you lose some you know yeah 
So we we both, <laughs> and it appears at least at least at the moment that makes me zero and four in debates. <laughs> yeah, your debate record is is so far batting zero, man. I'm what you would call unfeated, Adam. <laughs> I have yet to have a feat. You have yet to have a feat, right. So so I'm feeling pretty bad about this. I'm sure there's something in there for us, bro. Perhaps. Well, with that in mind, let's move on to our next piece of business. Okay. Okay, so obviously we've got our hotline messages that we're going to play later. However, I'd like to play two of those right now. Okay, So, and this is part of business. This is part of business. Okay. Are you ready for our first message? Totally ready. Hey, guys. It's your buddy Andrew again. Uh, just calling in response to I don't know what that was as far as the ending, the cheesecake debate. I'm, I'm sorry. What was that? Um, I thought that was going to, like, clinch everything. There was going to be some kind of scientific debate. It was scientific. How cheesecake is far superior than not cheesecake and you you roll out with the Adolf Hitler card? What? How is... What? I mean, sure. You know, the hitman, I mean, he apparently is pro-cheesecake, but (laughs) let's, let's evaluate and analyze what happened. You know, he just said he's a fan of Gravity Beard and he's pro cheesecake. You know, all right. You know what he was also pro? He was pro air. So are we going to stop breathing just because Hitler said he liked air? That's a fair point. He's also, I mean, from a biological standpoint, a man. So, I mean, where are y'all going to fund all of our, you know, operations to be made female? <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just pointing that out. I, you know, I'm a little disappointed. No, I'm not a lot disappointed. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to save that for the cheesecake. In conclusion... <laughs> yeah, you know why you have to put more sugar on it? Because it's not good on its own. Cheesecake is the best. I don't care if, if the Fuhrer agrees with me or not, because I'm pretty sure there are some things we would have agreed on anyway, just from just existing. So this is not over. This is not over. This is 100% over. It's not over. It's 100% <laughs> over. Okay, Adam. Yes. This message from our good friend Andrew got me thinking. Okay. But we're going to get to that in just a minute. Okay. okay. I, I will expound on my thoughts okay. on Adam's message in just a moment. But before we do, I've got one more message I'm going to play. I thought the Hitman was a pretty funny nickname. <laughs> I do too. I, <laughs> that I like good. that part a lot. Okay, I'm going to play this next message. Are ready? Okay. so there we have that okay here's the thing the cheesecake debate is 100% over Hitler was evil and whether or not we breathe the same air or are under the same stars he liked cheesecake and that's it debate over alright so a couple of things first 
this caller also said this is how I talk, which is our official authenticator. It's true. Right? Also, he sounds a lot more like Hitler than the last message, because in my opinion, the previous one sounded like 80s Russian comedian Yakov Smirnov. <laughs> then, then maybe it's some German person, Hitler or other. So there's at least that. However, I will say this. Regardless of which fake Hitler you choose to believe, a- Andrew's message whoa, did get whoa, me thinking. Whoa. I mean, which version of Hitler? They both said this is how I talk. So it just maybe he was sick one day or something. It's not fake Hitler. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Fair, okay. Whoa. I, yeah, I apologize. Thank I mean, you. I don't want to just Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So regard, regardless of which Hitler you believe. There you go. Which, which Hitler called, which Hitler opinion was shared about cheesecake. Either way, <laughs> Andrew's message got me thinking. Okay. Oh, okay. Andrew was not the only one that reached out about this. So I think you noticed things really blew up on Facebook after we posted the episode and declared that the debate was over. Right, right, right. So we aired, we we had the episode. We declared the debate over on the air. Right. Then then I posted that episode. People listened to it. Their response was, "Oh, oh no, 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 no! This is not over." <laughs> kind of like Andrew, they're like, "No, this is not over." And it just seemed like there was more to say about this. They can say all they want to. The original results are in. <laughs> all right, hold hold that thought. Hold that thought because most importantly, I realized something, Adam. Unlike the three other debates that we did that we've had on the show, yeah, we never ran a poll on this one. I thought we did. No, we did not. There was no poll that was ever run on pro or anti-cheesecake huh. until the episode aired and we declared that the debate was over. Oh, yeah, because Hitler. <laughs> right, right. And I was like, There's, that's the end. And I believed it. I mean, I've, that was my opinion. But the listeners, you know, we, we, have, to, we have to listen to them. Mm-hmm. The listeners said, nope. We need a poll, so I ran a poll. Mm-hmm. Would you like to hear the results? Of course. Okay, so first the Facebook one. So in, in addition to yourself, Sarah Stapleton, Brian Wilmoth, Shannon Martin from Podbean, Vanessa York, Josh Hallmark from Our Americana, Jess Ann joins you on the anti-cheesecake camp. I appreciate you all. Yes, that was, that was team anti-cheesecake. Not to mention the more authentic-sounding fake Hitler. He also agreed with you that cheesecake is terrible. <laughs> because it is. However, however, Adam, joining me on the other side, the side that agrees that cheesecake is magical and delicious, <laughs> are 27 people. So what was the final tally? It was like 27 to 7. I'm not going to name them all. I'm not going to name all 27 that agreed with me that cheesecake is amazing. But I'm going to least a couple of notable ones. Are you ready? Go for it. First, my childhood friend, Les York, he agreed. Brett Lane, shirts his pants, Brett. Interns, Ray Smith and Dave Ciampa and Chris Hurdivoss of Podcast 42. Kelsey Jane and her boyfriend, Tori, both agreed that they love cheesecake. Oh, they're just voting together all the time. <laughs> right. I, I see what's going on there. Yeah, this is a rigged election. All right. But, but most notably, of all of the ones that agreed with me that cheesecake is delicious, Adam, both of our wives. <sighs> I'm going to have to go talk to Liz. I'm just saying, Adam. <laughs> so it's not surprising that they both are on the same side of that. I can tell you for a fact that Liz has good taste because she obviously married me. So we know that she does have good taste. Maybe sometimes she makes bad decisions about her dessert choices. Because you know what? She doesn't choose cheesecake when anything else is around. That's proof, baby. All right, well... Jim Weir even offered to fight you over it. I ain't scared. 
<laughs> Let's do but it. But you bro. do acknowledge that that he he asked he asked to fight you over cheesecake, right? Which I think is a fair you know a fair reason to fight over anything. Yeah, I agree. Chris Osborne from Play Comics Podcast actually made my favorite comment. Oh yeah, which one was that? His comment was, "I love anti cheesecake people because they don't try to eat my cheesecake." <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wins. <laughs> right, exactly. So I thought, I thought that was very funny. Good job, Chris. Okay, so here's here's the Twitter results. We got 54 total votes. 76% of respondents were pro-cheesecake. Yeah, see, because that's... Oh, okay, that's fine. There were a bunch of funny Twitter comments. I'm not going to read them because we got to keep moving. But I do have what I would consider possibly the nail in the coffin. Are you ready for that? Okay, sure. Second nail in the coffin, right. Yeah, I, well, I think I think you in particular are going to find this maybe to be the nail in the coffin for the pro cheesecake side. Are you ready? <laughs> okay, here we go. What's happening, fellas? Oh, dang it! I'm calling in because I'm very concerned. He's very concerned about Adam. our friend Adam. This is a this is an intervention, <laughs> <laughs> brother Adam. What is this crazy talk I hear about you not liking cheesecake? It's crazy talk. All right? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. All right? You, you, when, I, when I read your posts on Twitter about cheesecake, you sound the way I do when I talk about bok choy. The difference being that bok choy is, is the most horrendous vegetable ever made to mankind. And it's pretty weird. And cheesecake is chock full of goodness. Chock full, Adam. It's chock full. Chock full. All right? So, um, you know, I don't know if you had, like, one bad piece of cheesecake <laughs> and never tried it again. I don't know what this is about. This is crazy talk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, uh, you, eat, what, eat what you like, man. <laughs> you don't like cheesecake, don't freaking eat it. <laughs> All right? But, but, but it's a little weird, okay? Anyway, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. <laughs> dude i have to meet this guy in person like just i was thinking today i was like you know i knew we were recording i was like man i hope peter devilbus calls in of course in this case it's it's a little unfortunate but yeah you know yeah. And, and, I, and i'll respond with this that i have had many pieces of cheesecake chris i have tried so many <laughs> cheesecakes over the time and, and and not one is better than the other well can i just say one more thing yeah, oh, yes, and, but I'll first say that I was really hoping that Peter was going to say, I think I'm about to dance now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, even though he, he came down on the other side of this debate, uh-huh. you still have to love hearing from him about it. Dude, I, I know. I was like, well, if I had to get you know an opposing opinion, there's, there's nobody who puts you in a better mood than hearing it from right. him. Right. <laughs> still, I still feel pretty good about that. All right. So I've got one more thing to say, Adam, and then I'm going to turn it over to you. Okay. So now that we've followed the proper protocol and we've run a poll and gotten everyone's input... Now you have a feat. I think you have to admit that the previous results were not official and I actually won the cheesecake debate. I think you're like Eli Manning. Your team won it for you. <laughs> okay. That's not how this works. I won the debate. I, the whole point, a win occurs when, when we're on the majority side. Yeah, you're not going to do this to me. You're not going to do this to me. I won the cheesecake debate. I want, I want to hear you acknowledge. There is no denying my victory. Oh, my God. I, listeners, I wish you could see Chris's face right now. This is the best. <laughs> I don't remember the exact numbers, but this was 
almost as big of a of a defeat or equal to is Die Hard a Christmas movie, which I took my medicine and I acknowledge that you won the, the Die Hard debate. Yes, I would say that the cheesecake debate definitely stands in your favor. God, that is such a weak way of saying it. <laughs> Adam, come on, do me the favor. You you still are out ahead in the total vote in the, or in the total you're still in the total number of debate wins. You're still ahead. You have to at least I can see ex- that you won the cheesecake debate. Okay, thank you. But I also say that I am not wrong. <laughs> it's not about that. Because I'm going to go back and I'm going to tell you, I, I took a shower today and used bar soap, and I'm not apologizing for it, okay? So, Live your life unapologetically, man. That's all we can that's do. That's right. So, so those are two totally separate things. <laughs> all right. Well, with that, Adam, do you want the final word on this? I've prepared a statement, yes. Okay. Fair enough. Well, I will yield the floor and allow you to make your statement. So here's my statement on this. Chris, you won the debate. I congratulate you as gentlemen do, even if I don't like it. I had to sit through two Eli Manning Super Bowls. So, you know, I can absolutely... That's fair. That's fair. I I know. Yeah, I I do not like that guy. But I will say this, and here's my prepared statement on the cheesecake debate, because I saw where this was going, and I felt like this needs to be said. I'm not afraid to stand on my principles against the hive mind masses of cheesecake eaters. I will happily stand on the side of good desserts and delicacies to let the rest of ye who would suffer a fate of lackluster desserts on the ridiculous premise that cheesecake is worth the calories one would consume. Verily I say unto thee that there are far better desserts worth the calories a hundred times over than even an entire dish of the cake made of cheese. Stand firm, ye dissenters of mass appeal to the bubblegum of desserts, and be strong in your commitment to the good taste of finer things and satisfied bellies. I and we stand alone and will not turn from the ways of truth, the good eats of the post-meal portion. There is a line in the sand, and I welcome all who would stand with me, even if I need to stand alone. Jim Weir, come at me, bro. Jessica Ann, as usual, you are forever in my good graces. Dunskies. All right. Well, there, there you go. I mean, well said. Thank you. Thank you. But I respect the way you took your defeat. <laughs> okay. Now, I think that finally puts the cheesecake debate to bed. Would you agree? I mean, I would agree. All right. We've come to that time of the show, Adam. Are you ready for some hotline messages? Yeah. I thought you were going to say, unfortunately, we don't have time to get to our next news story. <laughs> <laughs> It's still true, but I just was expecting it. Yeah, we will not be getting to any news stories, actually. That's really horrible news for the listener. Maybe. <laughs> maybe it is. Yeah. No, but we do have uh, some really good hotline messages. You ready to get to it? I can't wait. Let's do it. All right. Here's message number one. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? <laughs> no. No, um, it's not. Bruce Willis certainly doesn't think so. During his Comedy Central roast, he told everybody that he didn't think that it was a Christmas movie. I've already addressed movie. that. I also don't think it's a Christmas movie. I think You're wrong. it just happens to take place around Christmas. Christmas is part of the setting, but it's not actually part of the film, which means that it's really not a Christmas movie. What makes it a Christmas movie is that everybody has now collectively accepted it as a Christmas movie. Everyone wants to be, you know, counterculture and, and accepted as a Christmas movie. Now, a Christmas story, that is a Christmas movie. For sure. The kid in it wants to be begun for Christmas, and that is the entire MacGuffin of the film, is him getting that BB gun. Uh, it's not like John McClane wanted to kill Hans Gruber for his wife and give that to her for a present for Christmas. So, it's not really a Christmas movie, but 
since so many people think that it is, it it is. But it's it's really more of a just left of Christmas movie. There's also <laughs> Lethal Weapon. That also takes place during Christmas. Why isn't people jumping up and shouting out about Lethal Weapon being a Christmas movie? And why isn't there any arguments about that? That also takes place during Christmas. So does Gremlins, which is honestly my favorite for, for Christmas, even though it's not a Christmas movie. It's more of like a just left of Christmas. But I don't know what it is about Die Hard. Everyone, everyone really loves Die Hard. I love Die Hard, not because it takes place during Christmas, just because John McClane is, you know, one of the best action heroes that has ever been in, in movies. So I guess you people just go on thinking what you want. Okay, so that, of course, is our good friend Dave from Philly. Yeah, I mean, I think, though, Chris, we need to review his personnel file. He's, he's skating on some thin ice. He might have to do some community service to the group. <laughs> Well, in any case, tardy or not, thanks, Dave, for calling, and we appreciate your opinion on on Die Hard being a Christmas movie. And by the way, I agree with you, Dave. (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. (laughs) Thanks, Dave. Let's play play our next message. Okay. Uh, This is Lester Smith. Now, I don't know what the Sam Hill is going on over there with you people, but uh, I've called a couple times and have tried to get in contact with you people. And I haven't heard anything back. So I figure I'm going to try calling again. But uh, I'm actually going to head over your way and get this situated and get this uh, taken care of. This is ridiculous. All right, well, if you get this call, give me a call back. You should have my number by now. Otherwise, I will see you shortly. Again, this is Lester Smith. Is that a threat? Yeah, uh, I I guess what I would say is neither time did he leave a real number. I tried to call both of those numbers. So, Lester, I did try to call you back, but the numbers were not legitimate. And if you're heading over, I still haven't seen you. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and really, maybe the most important thing, uh, we are not a pharmacy and we don't have your prescription. That is correct. But, Lester, man, I apologize for your frustration. We'd love to help you out, but we don't um, we don't fill prescriptions. We don't fill prescriptions or deliver food to windowsills, FYI. No, we do not. Okay, so hang on. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's funny you would say that. <laughs> oh, but no. Ju- but, but just to be clear, I Adam is right. We do not deliver food, really to anybody, but especially to institutions where we've been contacted by said institution with a really creepy, threatening message. Correct. That is 100% correct. Without, without a doubt. With that in mind, I'll play this message. Okay. Hello? Oh, great. <laughs> uh, I got a whisper now. I think they're on to us. Yes, they are. On to you. On to you. I gotta you. get out of here. The food is Terrible. Please leave a bug out bag <laughs> in the garbage can at the corner. I'll leave the money on the ledge. <laughs> I, I see what he's doing there. Uh, I see what he did there. I think they're listening. I'm hungry. 
Uh, yeah, uh, I hate to say this, not doing that either. <laughs> Which is interesting because your response to one of the earlier messages was that you were going to go commando and get in there and take care of business. Yeah, that's what I thought too. And then I thought and, better of that. And then we got the message from the institution. Yeah, which, and then I still wasn't even convinced until a little further digging. And then, but that's what you do, right? As a proper MI guy, you got to like do all your research before you go in. And sometimes you got to know when to walk away. Yeah, one one Google search and we were... As we now say, Dunskis. Right. One cursory research done. Dunsky. Yeah. 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 So um, if you want to know what a bug out bag is, by the way. Bug out bags are awesome. We did an episode a while back where we interviewed a doomsday prepper. So if you want to go an actual doomsday prepper. So if you want to hear a full explanation of a bug out bag, we know what that is. Having said that, uh, sir... Uh, we will not be leaving a bug out bag. Don't please don't leave anything on the ledge. No, yeah, that was the that was the red flag that they saw. Yeah, was that was the red flag. flag. So there will be no food. There will be no bug out bag. Please don't leave anything on the ledge. You might choose to listen to on the ledge. That's another matter. <laughs> That's another matter altogether. But I think both of these last two callers, we apologize sincerely to both of you. There is nothing we could do to help you. Unfortunately, we're going to have to wash our hands of this whole thing. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Good luck. Yes. We we value your listenership. Please still listen to the show. Yes. Uh, we, will, we will be not coming to your assistance. We no. Will not, we, will, we will not be. Yeah. We, we can't help you. No. And not to self-promote here, but like that episode uh, that you did with the bug out bag, I mean, like with the Doomsday Pepper, those were very, very fascinating. Very fascinating episode. And, and I mean, legitimately educational. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I took away a lot from that episode. Yeah, for sure. Unfortunately, what he took away was that after Greg and I pelted him with questions is that he wasn't nearly as prepared as he wanted to be. Well, that's like a true doomsday prepper, you know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they, they see their holes. She sent a text to Greg and I, uh, I think last week, with, with, a, with a bunch of books and stuff that he'd recently bought and some additional research he's been doing. <laughs> Dude. So, so like his I'm... efforts are ongoing. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's a real doomsday prepper. Yeah, Absolutely. So now he's trying to figure out he's got a bunch of acorns on the property that he's that he's purchased as his getaway spot. He's got a bunch of acorn trees. Hmm. So he bought a bunch of a bunch of books on how to prepare and eat acorns. <laughs> well, I guess if you're going to go all the way, man, you got to learn how to eat the food of the land. Yes, you do. Okay. Ready for the next message? Yes. Here we go. Hello. This is Igor Somtonovsky. Adam, these messages for you. Oh, shit. I think you know I'm calling. It'd be wise for you to get back to me in a timely manner. Good day to you, sir. I gotta go. (laughs) Adam, that was directed to and only to you. I'm not allowed to discuss the details of any phone calls that come from that gentleman. Okay. Do you just want to move on from here? We probably should do that. Okay. I mean, I, I was very curious to hear you respond to that. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> I, don't, I don't screw with the Russians. Well, apparently you have because he's left a message for you and he wants a response. Are I, you going to respond to him? I think he has the wrong guy. <laughs> I well, think I think what, what, what normally happens, Adam, if we don't respond, we just keep getting calls from those people. <laughs> Listen, it was all a big misunderstanding. Okay, <laughs> it's all a big misunderstanding, and and we're in the works to try to to try to resolve that situation. Okay, so let me just say, ask you this: so I won't ask you to elaborate, 
but let's just say that there's more to be said about this. Well, I can't have any recorded conversation of me having conversation about this. I'm just telling you okay. it was all a big misunderstanding. Okay. All right. Fair enough. We'll move on. <laughs> are, you, are you ready for our last message? Yes. And hopefully it's not him again. I mean, I look forward to it. <laughs> Here's our last message. Hello, I'm LeBron James, and this is how I talk. Hmm. As you know, I've recently moved to L.A., and because I'm incredibly famous and wealthy beyond belief, I assume that you're not aware of something until I do an awareness campaign to bring your attention to that thing. In the weeks ahead, I'll be joined by many of my famous friends, and we're going to make you aware of some things that you should care about because we said you should care about them. Don't miss a single development in this bold campaign. Follow us all on Twitter and look for the hashtag, Celebrities Know Better Than You Do About What You Should Care About Because They're Celebrities. I'm LeBron James. Dunskies. Oh, okay. So we know who he was. Yeah. And we knew when the message was over, first of all. And uh, right. I, I feel like that, that hashtag was catchy. <laughs> yeah. What, what was that again? What was that hashtag? <laughs> yeah. I should have. It was so simple. I, I can't believe I've forgotten what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Just moments later. Yeah. Moments later. <laughs> right. So there you go. We, we heard from LeBron James again. Well, it's good to hear from him again. And it was, he seemed rather pleasant, you know, as opposed to the uh, bad attitude that he normally has. Right. Well, and what's interesting is apparently they're, they've got an upcoming awareness campaign where they're going to make us aware of some things. I wonder if they're just raising awareness of awareness, like just to be aware. I don't know, but I'm certainly going to figure out what that hashtag was. And I'm going to track that on Twitter because I want to know what I need to be aware of. All these things we have to know on a day to day basis that only the celebrities can make us aware of. That's correct. And apparently LeBron's leading the charge, which Le- right. I think all he's an indication that he cares about so many things other than basketball. That's got to be why he's not winning. <laughs> <laughs> why he's never going to win again. Dude, can I just tell you how much I hope that the, your prediction is, is that true? <laughs> <laughs> all right. One more thing before we go, Adam. Okay. Do not reveal your position on this. Okay. But the next thing we're going to take out to the group is, if you had to pick one of these, which would you choose? Vanilla, chocolate, or strawberry ice cream? My position is, tune in next time to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so look for the poll on Facebook and Twitter and call the hotline. Tell us why you made the choice you did, and maybe we'll also get some celebrity calls. You never know. We've gotten a ton of celebrity calls. Which I think is a, is, a, is a feat that many people can't talk, you know, can't say that they have. No, we, we get a ton of celebrity listeners and calls to our show. <laughs> We're big league, brother. We are big league. All right. Well, that concludes uh, this hotline mini Do Did you have anything else before we go? No. Thank you, everyone, again, as usual, for all the stuff. Please bring on the debates. I will happily debate anybody's, you know, wrongness. But we love the debates, we love the polls, we love everything, we love you guys. Thanks so much for all the encouragement and all the the interaction. Please keep it coming, and we will absolutely get back to you. Yeah, for sure. And I was going to say the same thing. Thanks, everybody, for helping us entertain our audience by calling the hotline. One more time, the number for the hotline is 321-465-2180. For my dear friend and co-host, Lord Saunders, I'm the other co-host, Toph. And we'll see you next time. Later.
This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. Contrary to popular belief, like I actually don't give a shit what people think about cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even eat it because I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs>